This is Annette said. Uh, good morning. Welcome to our guest service. Um, we run these every month just to kind of, um, just to make it a bit more relaxed. Uh, if you're a guest with us, visiting with us for the first time, welcome. It's great to see you here. Um, and uh, we hope you enjoy it. You feel welcome. Um, please feel free to chat to someone after that you've seen, maybe up front, Annette or myself. If you just to introduce yourself, it'd be great uh, to meet up with you this morning. Um, going to look, I don't know about you, but I'm still unsure whether I like this time of year. One of the reasons is it's because it's Amy's birthday, so it starts costing a bit before Christmas. Um, but the other reason is it just gets dark early, doesn't it? You know, like, I, I don't, I'm sure none of you have said it, but, you know, all the nights are drawing in. Um, it's times like this when you, some of you are probably blessed enough to have a coal fire. You get that stoked and, yeah, um, loving it already. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of, we kind of, I think the worst thing for a lot of people is, those that are fortunate enough um, to have jobs and stuff, is you get up in the morning and it's dark. You come home from work and it's dark. And, and it just seems like there's very little light. And I want us to touch on that because it starts to become a very dark time. You know, we have bonfire night. I was quite um, surprised this year because I remember as a kid growing up, uh, bonfire night was all about putting the woolly hat on, putting the scarf on and the gloves on. And it just wasn't that cold this year. Um, so, so it's, it's, it's a bit bizarre, but uh, I think f- because of bonfire night, we think of darkness and light in that and the fireworks, although last night we did a little firework display uh, for Amy's birthday, and it was, the trouble was the neighbours next door but one did one, and it was better than ours. <laughs> That's quite embarrassing. So, so, so next, no, not the Sanders, no. They came and watched ours for free. Um, but uh, the, uh, you know, it, it was quite embarrassing. But last night... We sent a couple of rockets up, and one came down and hit me on the arm. I've never had that before. Some of, some of you wish it knocked me on the head, but um, uh, it wasn't that bad. Um, but, you know, we think of bonfire night, we think of darkness, and, and then we think of Halloween that happened. I know Adrian spoke a bit on Halloween um, last week, and just kind of, not just the darkness of people knocking on uh, doors and, and kind of dressing up in neon stuff, but actually the spiritual element. And I want us to look at the whole kind of lightness and dark thing um, today about what it means to be light in the darkness. If you're visiting with us, Christians believe uh, that Jesus was the light of the world uh, and that he's here to shine the light, to let us truly see what life's all about. Uh, but we also believe as Christians, and we'll talk about this in a bit, uh, that we're to be light, we're to be light in, in, on this earth. And so uh, that hopefully give you a bit of a gist about what we're going to be looking at this morning. But to give ourselves a bit of a physical idea about what, what it means, I'd like a couple of volunteers. And I don't just want all children and young people. The thing about guest services and the thing I'm passionate about, about churches, that whatever age you are, this morning, some of you will want to admit that, some of you won't, uh, God has something for you this morning. I really believe that, because sometimes we can kind of switch off and go, oh, bless them, the little kids. So this is for everyone. So I need a couple of volunteers. Uh, let's have a look. Uh, uh, okay, we've got Amy Smith. Amy, come down. We've got one volunteer. I, I need someone a bit older. Needs, Ian, brilliant. Come on, Ian. Okay, Ian and Amy. Lovely. Give them a round of applause. Lovely. Come this side, Amy. Ian, you stay that side. Right, I've got a bit of a competition. I know Ian's got a bit of a competitive edge. Uh, and I know Amy likes winning. Um, so we're going to do this. But to just make it a bit fairer, okay, um, I'm just going to um, 
Like I say, I like a good scarf in the winter, but this is going over Ian's eyes. Okay, so uh, let's... Uh, can you see with that? No, he says. You can't see without his glasses anyway. Brilliant. So we're going to do a bit of a quiz, okay? Um, and in fact, did Joel have his hand up as well? Joel, will you just come out? I need an extra volunteer for this game, if that's all right. Right, this first game, okay, is feed Joel a donut. Okay? So I'm going to give you half a donut each. I'm going to give you half a donut each, okay? And um, brilliant. So let me look at this. Ian, just hold your hands out. Brilliant, okay? Amy, right. All you need to do is get Joel to have a bite, okay? That's all you need. Now you can keep your eyes open, Amy. It's all right. Um, okay, so we'll let Amy go first because she's younger. Um, right, Joel, you are allowed to eat it. Yeah. Brilliant. Amy, that was excellent. You can finish that yourself if you want. You can finish that yourself. Right? Are you all right, Joel? Right, Ian. Over to you. Hey, brilliant. Thank you, Joel. You can go and sit down now, mate. Thank you. Right, lovely. Thank you, Ian. Thank you, Amy. Brilliant. Yeah, shake your hands off. Right, next bit of the competition. So, Amy got the quickest time there, so she gets the first point. Okay, right. Okay. Uh, Amy, in fact, yeah, we'll let you go first again, you know. Age before, age before, you before anything, anyway. Um, okay, so I'm going to ask you what I've got in my hand, okay? And I'd like you to answer. Car keys. Car keys, brilliant. Yay. Round of applause. <laughs> Lovely. Right, Ian. What have I got in my hand? Tissue. Yes! But again, unfortunately, Amy got the timing a bit quicker. Okay. Right, this is the last, this is the last point. And in fact, if you win this, Ian, okay... I'll, I'll let it be a draw, okay? Let me just move this. Right. I want you to just give us a cuddle. No, that wasn't it. Okay. Right. I want you um, to run round this set of chairs. Oh, yeah. On your marks, get set, go. Now, I'm talking to both of you. Ian, <laughs> Amy, well done. Okay, thank you, Ian. Thank you. Give them both a round of applause. Do you want to give it? Thank you, Amy. Thank you. Sometimes, in fact, the majority of times, when we can see, when, we, when there is light around, things are a lot simpler. Things are a lot, give a lot more perspective. Sometimes we don't get a true perspective of what life's really about, of what's happening in life, until we kind of shed a bit of light on it. There's a, a phrase that I was uh, often um, told when I was growing up and still today, oh, maybe that shed a bit of light on the situation. And sometimes until we've got the full picture. Uh, and for me, that's what a lot about being a Christian is about, about what it means to be light in the darkness, to kind of shed a bit of light on some of the situations. I don't know, however old of you, you are, um, one of the things that, that um, I'm kind of all, often happens to me is I wake up in the middle of the night really worried about something. And I'm like, oh, no, I've got to do this, I've got to do this, I've got to do this. And then when I wake up in the morning never feels as bad, you know, because you just kind of, just the light, the daylight and stuff um, actually puts it into perspective. Um, one of the things I want us to think about, and I just want you to kind of turn to the person next to you, okay, um, because darkness isn't just about day and night, okay. For a lot of people, um, there are a lot of um, issues going around in life. Um, you know, 
in terms of e- economy. Uh, you know, there's, there's a number of people that are struggling to find jobs. There's, there's a, a lot of people in schools and colleges that have exams quite regularly, and that can put a bit of pressure on us. And all these things, because um, when we talk about spiritual darkness, it's about where God isn't. It's about the stuff that, that God doesn't like. It's about fear. It, it's, it's about all those kind of things. And I just want you to think... In twos and threes, or with the person next to you, okay, engage all ages as well, um, to think about what does darkness look like for people that you know. So in terms of the struggles and the fears and the hardships that people are going through, what are those things that people are going through today that are relevant today? What is darkness in people's lives? And once you've done that, what I'd really like to happen is a few people come up and write them on this piece of paper here, okay? So on this wallpaper here, okay? Um, so discuss in twos and threes next to you what, what are the things that are going on in people's lives that, that could be seen as kind of dark things, as darkness, and then come and write them up upon here. I'm going to only give you two or three minutes. Off you go. Okay, once you've come up with one or two things, grab a marker. Markers are just down here. Okay, we've got a couple of things to do with debt. We've got, um, yeah, young, young families with mountain debts. Family problems. Homelessness. School. I don't know whether that's a general one. <laughs> just, just school's bad. Yeah, yeah, is that the children or the teachers? Brilliant. Bullying, body confidence, depression, health issues, people being scared. Brilliant. Lots of things there. I really love putting what God says into context. Um, And it says in John 8 verse 12, When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but have the light of life. Um, and I think sometimes we don't appreciate what we have when we're Christians. Um, because sometimes God gives us promises, sometimes they're directly, and sometimes people will pray for us and give us a promise. Other times they'll just be promises from the Bible. I say just, they'll be promises from the Bible. Um, and Jesus says that, that basically the issues that we're facing, he can add light onto them. He can put them into perspective. And sometimes that, that means he'll put people in your life that will help you with issues. You know, so if it's a physical issue, it's, if it's something to do with uh, socially being aware and kind of relationships and stuff, then God puts people in our lives to help us cope with those. He doesn't let us do it on our own. Sometimes it might be an emotional thing. And we have to let God into that to make a difference, to shed light on it, to give true perspective to what the potential God has for our life. Jesus is the light of the world, and he came so that we may not walk in darkness. And yes, it's right to spiritualise that. Thanks, Grace. It's right to spiritualise that and to say, yes, we can walk in the light of God. We, we can have our eyes opened. I don't know how many of you uh, were brought up as Christians and came to faith, or how many of you had a conversion experience, a, a, whether a, a, an appeal or whether I, I became a Christian at a Cape and Ray Bible College at a teenage week. 
And um, for me, it was a particular point, although I'd been brought up in church. Um, but for some people, when they, when they come to faith and they decide they want to follow Jesus, they will say their eyes have been opened. They can see life for what it is. They, they can see what they should and shouldn't be doing. And that's what Jesus gives us. He gives us that opportunity to see what life's truly about. I'm going to ask Laura to just come up and uh, just uh, give another bit of a read in a few verses from Matthew chapter 5 as well. Thanks, Laura. I'm starting to read chapter 5, verse 12. No. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> be happy about it. Be very glad, for a great reward awaits you in heaven. And remember, the ancient prophets were persecuted too. You are the light of the world, but what good is salt if it's lost its flavour? Can you make it useful again? It will be thrown out and trampled underfoot as worthless. You are the light of the world, like a city on a mountain, glowing in the night for all to see. Don't hide your light under a basket. Instead, put it on a stand and let it shine for all. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. Brilliant, thank you. That's a really famous verse, and I can't switch the microphone off. Thanks, Annette. Um, That's a really famous verse, and I think if we start putting it into context, it talks about how we create light in some of these situations. Uh, I don't know about you, but chatting to a number of young people when you talk about church and you talk about Christians, there's a feeling that we huddle together. We kind of, we're worried that our light will go out and so we kind of stick together. Having sparklers over the last two nights, you know, you kind of, you you want it to be lit and and then it kind of goes out so you light it again just to keep it going. Um, And so often Christians can be seen as that kind of, that kind of model that actually, oh, we'll stick together in case we go out. Instead of holding on to the promise that God has for us, that, that, we are the light, we are to make a difference. And the fact is, if we do stick together, we don't go into the darkness. You know, one of the things that um, I was doing last night when setting up these rubbish fireworks that we had in the back garden um, was that um, I used a torch because I couldn't see, okay? And they say, don't use naked flames. Uh, And actually, light makes a difference in any form of darkness. You know, it's a lack of oxygen that puts out a flame, not the darkness. It's a lack of oxygen. It's a lack of having the right air. And some would say spiritually wise, it's a lack of relating to God and communicating with God that will put out our light, not being in the dark places. Because when a dark place has light, it isn't dark anymore. And so as we enter and as we connect with our community, as we connect with our neighbours, what we do is we don't go out because we're still in tune with God our Father but we bring light into those situations. And that can be different for different people. It's not one size fits all. It's about showing some of the things that God has, the fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. All those things, bringing those into areas that don't have those. The darkness where God isn't, bringing light in so they can see the true light. We, uh, as, as you're aware, it was Halloween on, um, on Monday night and before we did the kids' club party, which was really good, wasn't it, Sally? It was really good. We had lots of young people there and it was a really good night. Um, uh, I decided that um, I'd seen something uh, on the internet. Instead of trick or treat, you do pick a treat. 
So um, instead of kind of knocking on doors and stuff like that, you just bless your community. So we bought some little bags of sweets, uh, me and my kids, and we just put a sticker on it. said, do not fear. We hope you have a really lovely evening. God bless. Love the, love the Dawsons at number 69. And uh, we just went around 20 houses down our street. And instead of knocking on the door, because that's what sometimes people get scared about, we just posted through the letterbox. Um, and, uh, and we did 20 houses. And we've had five or six people come up to us and said, oh, that was really nice. Uh, and a, one or two of them said um, that, you know, it's glad that you're not sending your kids out on their own and stuff like that. Uh, but we just wanted to bless our community. It was all going fine till, till we went to the last door. And they've got the same door as, as we have on our house. So Joel just opened it and walked in. That's perhaps <laughs> not what you suppose. That probably scared them more than, than being dressed up. Uh, but, uh, but, you know, it was just about, okay, what can we do? People have... People have this idea of, you know, oh, we should be doing this. Because the light hasn't been switched on. The light hasn't been switched on to see what they could be doing. I can guarantee, not because we did it, because I know a number of other people did it across Nottingham as well. I can guarantee that actually people, uh, those that were connected through that way of doing it, of just blessing their community, uh, had a lot nicer evening I felt a lot more pleased about life in general than those that keep, kept having to answer the door uh, and just kept having to give things away. And I just want us to think about that. I want to turn our focus back to some of these and back to some of the issues. Even if you didn't write on these, okay, back to some of the things that you were talking about in your twos and threes. And I want us to do another little exercise. If you thought church was about just turning up and falling asleep while someone was speaking, sorry, you picked the wrong morning. Um, but... What I want to do, if we're saying, if we're saying wherever God isn't, that's darkness. And we've put some of these things up here and you've talked about some of those. What I want us to think about is how can we be light in those areas? How can we physically be light? If Jesus has said he's the light of the world and he's also then said what Laura read in the Bible, that actually uh, we are to be light in the darkness... What does that physically mean? And what I want us to do, just to reflect that, I'm going to ask Steve to just come back up. Uh, is Steve around? Yeah, and, and whoever else is conned into coming back up. Um, <laughs> um, but what I want us to do, and I want to use this as a time of reflection, because I'm really passionate that what we learn in church, uh, we go out and then kind of do. Do you know what I mean? It, it's, it should be an empowering thing, church. And so what I want us to do, I've got some... Um, and you can just do the discussion thing as well. I've got some like little flames, just some orange and yellow uh, little pieces of paper. And what I'd love you to do, whether you put your thing up there or not, is to write on here just how you, maybe this week, maybe this month, maybe generally, could be light in a form of darkness. Okay? And I want you to write it. There's some pens down there. Uh, grab a few and take them back up to your chairs. And then once you've wrote on it, I want you to come and stick it. There's some blue tack here, a white tack. I want you to come and stick it on this, okay? So actually, we realise that the light is covering the darkness. It's taking the darkness away because the darkness isn't still there when you put a torch on or you put a light on. It's not just hidden, it's gone. So just in your twos and threes, wherever you were chatting, just while the music's playing and the singing, maybe just... Have a quick pray in those twos and threes that you were doing it with. Maybe it's something to do with what you discussed or something else. 
I want you to just think about how you can be light in those areas of darkness you find around you. Come and write it on a piece of paper. Uh, I think there's enough for one between two or something like that. Write it on a piece of paper and come and stick it up here. Thank you, guys. We were talking earlier in worship, we were talking about uh, God being able and um, we were holding on to that promise for ourselves that God is able in all areas of our life, in the dark areas of life where, where God, wants us, um, God wants us to open up uh, and kind of give over to him uh, in the dark thoughts of our minds. I remember uh, Phil Toppin uh, when he was around he spoke on the, the, the mind being the devil's play area, that he just throws it out. When you speak it out, you shed light on it. Um, and we were talking about that for ourselves. Um, but I'm really excited because uh, some of the things that we put up here shows that we're not just in it for ourselves, that we want to shed light in the dark areas that are outside, the, the dark times that people are going through, whether that's struggling with work, whether that's struggling at school being bullied or at college and, and struggling with exams whether that's struggling with our neighbours because relationships are broken down or there's, there's issues surrounding stuff that's going on in our life and I'm really excited because we're showing here that we don't want to put our light under a bushel or, or a hedge or, or under a bucket or in a cupboard that we want to show others that you, Jesus, are the light of the world. That you, Jesus, ignite us so that we can go out and bring light into the darkness. And this morning, if, if you're having dark times and you just want someone to, to pray with you, then uh, please come to the front and, uh, and that myself, some of the prayer ministry team, would love to pray to shed light in those dark areas. Maybe you're here this morning and you've, you don't really understand what being a Christian is all about or, or you're not really aware um, of making a commitment to follow Jesus and, and you want to bring light into your life. Then again, come to the front after and we'd love to pray with you. But I just want to pray for each one of us now that we'd go out, we'd be empowered, we'd be commissioned to go out and spread light not just because it's dark early in the evenings but because people are struggling people out there need your light in their lives Lord Jesus we want to thank you thank you that we can come together we can hear from your word we can practically apply it but Lord most of all we want to thank you for being the light in our lives thank you Lord Jesus that that you've opened our eyes and made us realise what it is to live life to the full. And Lord, I pray as we go from here, Lord Jesus, we won't forget this morning. We won't forget the discussions we've had. We won't forget the, the, the things that we've wrote down on the flames. And Lord, that, that we know that you're going to bring light to so many people's lives through us just serving you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen.
I know Annette wants to just say something, but, you know, if you get a chance just before you go, come and see what some of these things people have put. Be inspired, be equipped to bring light in Long Eaton and the surrounding areas. Thank you. Thank you, Richard, very much.